Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 55 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick. On the show today we have local history enthusiast Leon Pettit who talks his website hastingsfootballhistory.co.uk and gives us a snapshot of the history of our club. Also on the show we have, as ever, our SBTS Fan Roundtable to round up the week and more. This week, with special guests from our all-conquering and cup final bound, under-23 team, Jordan Ray. Enjoy, Hastings fans. And now over to Leon Pettit. We have got the wonderful <laughs> Leon Pettit here. Not Petit. Yeah, he's not French. No. No, he's not got long not hair. He's not a girly <laughs> Arsenal player. Like everyone wanted to pull his... Um, Hang on, that sounds dodgy. Le- no, he's not. He's not Emmanuel Petit. He is our own Leon Pettit. He's a local historian. He's also someone who come contributes regularly to the fan roundtables. So you'd have heard and saw, saw him before. Um, this we're talking today about um, a, a pet project of of Leon's, which is a fantastic website. I, I recommend it to everyone who's a Hastings fan. Which is it's uh, HastingsFootballHistory.co.uk. It is absolutely rammed full of fantastic photos, the, a big overview and history of of Hastings. Uh, it's a great read. It's it, yeah, you, you've got to have a, a spare couple of hours to read it all. Leon, first of all, with the website, what made you start it up? Yeah, and, and how how long has it been going for? Um, I started it in 2015, and um, there's. Loads of information out there, you know, regarding local history, but there's definitely a massive gap in um, like sport in general, really, and particularly football. I don't know if it's sort of a local historian thing, but I don't think a lot of them are really into sport or football in particular. You might have a bit on cricket because of the central grounds. There's quite a bit around that, but yeah, with, with football, there's not a lot out there. So, um, yeah, I've got sort of basic knowledge on web design and that, so I thought, well, why not go and do my own website about it because I sort of knew it would be um you know there'd be interest out there because a lot of people like to reminisce and like see old photographs and that yeah just many hours later it's 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 still a work in progress I'll be working on it for years probably yeah I'm sure many people have gone on there there's still lots of lots of gaps to fill but Leon said it better than that mate it's, <laughs> it's fantastic honestly from someone who doesn't know all the history like you've been going donkey's years longer than I have yeah and like you know the bits and pieces that you can pick you pick up on that we, you don't know about but actually you know like for anyone that's a fan of the club again I highly recommend it I mean in terms of uh, there's too long to mention in terms of this the very very long history of all the ups and downs of the club I mean could you give kind of like an, an overview of how the club for the, for the newer fans because I've had quite a few of them contact the the podcast and talk about you know, becoming newer fans, becoming interested, and and how the current team has has really has really brought them out. And as we've seen with attendances going up, desperate to look into the, the the history Hastings as a club. How did we start? And kind of a little overview of, if you can, of our of our history in general. Yeah, so I think I'll start off by saying Hastings United Mark One, like um, they. Were founded in 1948, uh, folded in 85. They're a completely separate club. So a lot of people out there think we're the same. The current Hastings United are the same club that went on those famous cup runs back in the 50s. But the, the current Hastings United was founded as Rockinor. Mm. Very much like an, an old town club. It was full of, you know, fishermen, boatmen, old town families. Like if you look through like the early, early seasons, you'll see quite a few surnames I'm sure you recognise, like Adams. If it's any relation to Sammy, um, Edmonds, Mitchell, White, that sort of thing. And they very quickly become one of the strongest clubs in the area. About 1920, they, I think they, like, they reformed after the First World War, pretty much become like the strongest, most senior club in the area. And that's when they become Hastings and St. Leonard's mm. and joined the Sussex County League and had a season in the County League as Rock and Nor. But they were very, very, very much still viewed as an old town team. So um, it's 1921, they changed name to Hastings and St. Leonard's to sort of try and attract more more fans and players. I was wondering what the, the reason was behind that name change. Mm. So that, that was the reason, yeah? Yeah, 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. And that sort of caused some confusion because there was another sort of old town team that changed their name to Rock and Ore like a couple of weeks after. So if you like go through the records, you'll see like mm. the Rock and Ore name just carries on, but they're technically two separate clubs. But I mean, a lot of the old members probably would have then gone on to support with the newer Rock and Ore. Obviously, they're still going today in the East Sussex League. Then they sort of just plowed forward as a county league team, quite uneventful. And then the 1930s was probably the most successful era for the club. They joined this league called the Southern Amateur League and won Division One about four times, I think, off the top of my head, and won the Sussex Senior Cup. Sort of become like one of the strongest sides in the county mm. up until the outbreak of World War Two, which obviously interrupted football across the country. Following that, they make a return, and it's 1948. Hastings United are formed, which means Hastings United so then kicks off the pilot field and unable to find a, a suitable home, basically, because they were in this um, league called the Athenian League, which oh. is still like senior senior football, so you need like an enclosed ground, sort of basic facilities, which no else in the town had. So they uh, get kicked off the pilot field, which screws them over massively, really. When, when researching it, it was quite interesting reading through like, all the old Observer snippets. Mm. You know, people back then used to write in the for and against, but pe- people wanted to see like professional football in Hastings. But like the old amateur team, they were like a really strong, strong side. Yeah, so d- and, just, um, Leon, just a second. So you were saying that yeah. Hastings United, just to make it clear, so Hastings United mm. are formed. Now, uh, Hastings United, a separate team from the Hastings and St. Leonard's. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And yeah, so Hastings and Leonard's the former Rock and Ore. So that they kick they kick Hastings and Leonard's out of the pilot field. Yeah. Just so from a point of view of the Hastings yeah. United we support now, yeah, yeah. Is that the Hastings and St. Leonard's that are kicked off the pilot field? Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah. so this imposter Hastings United is on our pilot <laughs> field, basically, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, mate. Sorry, I'm just 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 for those yeah, that no, aren't as is. completely clued up as you, mate. It is confusing. I mean, there's loads, loads of people out there into like their football history that have got, you know, got their wires crossed with different clubs because you've had various clubs called Hastings and St Leonard's over the years, mm. and people think it's the same, it's, you know, the same club. Yeah, yeah. And then going on from that, they end up settling at what is now called the Furs, which was back then the upper, the pilot field upper pitch, but become known as the Furs and end up joining uh, Division 2 Sussex County League when that was formed. And then for the next, say, 20-odd years or so, it was pretty uneventful for the team. They, I think they probably a bit more than they could chew, finished bottom about three, four seasons in a row. Whilst obviously trying to rebuild after being kicked off the pilot field. And we get to 1976 when they changed the name to Hastings Town, mm. which would be probably a more familiar name for, you know, many people out there. Yeah. Just so, so for a second here, Leon. So that mm. that Hastings United that are still playing, are they still playing on the pilot field? This yes. the, the imposter yeah. Hastings United. Yeah, the imposter Hastings United still Southern League. Yeah. Whilst little old Hastings and St Leonard's Hastings Town of County League playing next door. And we're playing next door to them. All right. Yeah. yeah. So that must have been a lively old derby. But anyway. Yeah, I think they did play each other mm. um, a couple of times, like in the FA Cup. Probably like Sussex Cup games, but yeah, it must have been. So um, yeah, I got to the name change, 1976. Now called, no, yeah, sorry, called Hastings Town. Mm. And then uh, 1979, they finally win something. They win Division Two of the County League and get promoted into Division One. Um, remain there, look like quite a decent side. I think they had quite a few decent finishes. And then 1985, the imposter Hastings United fold. I mm. mean, they. And why did that and, happen, Leon? Well, because they've been plagued with like money issues throughout their history, really. And um, yeah, sort of like the tax bill, I think, finally caught up with them. But yeah, they, they obviously were in the Southern League and then Hastings Town applied to take their place in the Southern League. <laughs> so move up from the County League into the Southern. For, for new fans, that Southern League, what, what would you compare it to the step that Hastings are in right now in terms of what was that in relation to where our team plays right now? So when Hastings, the imposter Hastings United folded, you would have had the Football League, 
then what is now the National League, which was back then called the Alliance, the Alliance yeah. League, mm-hmm. and then the Southern Premier. And you think before that, the Alliance League was formed, it would have been Football League, Southern League Prem. So like the old Hastings United played, you know, really good standard. Mm. But yeah, so they, they fold. Hastings Town take their place, but put in the Southern Division because in the Premier, there's, I think it was Whitney Town, were um, just about avoided relegation because of Hastings United folding. Mm. So they appealed against it and Hastings Town were put in the Southern Division. But I mean, they still got promoted. They like finished mid-table of County League and still effectively promoted and mm. took a lot of old Hastings United players. And then the 90s for Hastings Town was quite quite successful. Won the Do- Dr. Martins League Cup, the Sussex Senior Cup twice, uh, won the league 92. And now we're getting to like more years, I, I remember. They won the Southern Southern League Southern Division, 2001-2002. And then the, that summer, they become Hastings United. Changed, you know, from, from all white or white and red colours to claret and blue. The pilot bill gets a, gets a mate lift. The, I'll tell you what, one of the things that Windy mentioned, which was Stamco. Do we, uh, where's Stamco coming to all this? So I was, going, what I was about to say, go back to 1985 or so when Hastings Town take United's place in Southern League. They also mm. returned to the pilot field, which we've obviously been, where we've been playing since. Yeah. Stamco were, um, were basically formed from Stamco, the company, you know, the builders, merchants. Yeah. Basically, they just rose, rose up from the local leagues end up in the county league late 80s I think and I think early 90s they end up taking over the Furs for like, for ground raising reasons because they've you know been promoted so many yeah. times and then come the mid 90s Stamco a Southern League team and you've got the Hastings Town St Leonard well they changed name to St Leonard's 97 I'm going to say Stamco did yeah, yeah. Back check this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get the the Hastings Town St Leonard's derbies, which were cracking games. Like back back then, like you know, pilot fields, you'd see, you'd be happy to see six hundred up there. And then back then, St Leonard's, you'd get twelve hundred at least. Mostly local players as well. They all know each other, so you know, good feisty, feisty games. But St Leonard's had spent, or St Leonard's standpoint had spent quite a lot of money, sort of. Same old story, really, and yeah. so their tax bill ends up catching up with them, and they folded two thousand and four. In terms of money issues and things like that, so when does Mark come into it? Because Mark bought the. When did Mark buy the club, or he put he invested in the club? Um, was that early two thousands? I'm trying to remember. You remember the lottery winner, Mark Gardner? I used to drink with him in the Welly, uh, Duke Welly. Yeah. Why did Mark take over? Was that just because he'd started coming along to watch Hastings, or? Was there some financial issues or what? From what I'm aware, he, he took over St. Leonard's first. All I know is he was involved with them for a while before he then took over Hastings and was promising to get us in the Football League within five years or something like that. When you had Simon Stoddart on there, his old fanzine was called Ghost of Mark Gardner's five-year plan. I think it was Ghost of United and changed it to that. Yeah. And then that all ended... Sourly, I remember him just sort of packed up and left really. And then because we had quite a few players on high wage bills that ended up screwing over Hastings Town. And I think we entered administration. And who was it? It was uh, the other local lottery guy took over. Mick Mapleson. Yeah. Him and like a consortium took, took us over, I think, 99 and saved us. But and yeah, and then Mark Gardner really haven't heard much from him since. God, it's difficult, isn't it? Because this isn't the most easy uh, history. <laughs> no, to go I know. With all the name changes no. and all the stuff that the intrigue going on. So we were at the nineties. So you've got who have you got at the first? You've got St Leonard's. You've got St Leonard's at the first, yeah. and we've we've obviously got the the proper Hastings United at the pilot field now. Yeah. 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 So this is yeah two thousand and two. They changed the name to United. And then, yeah, so we were, Hastings was always like a Southern League club. Moved to the Isthmian when the FA started reshuffling the leagues about 2004, 2005. Sort of nothing really significant more to add, nothing, you know, up until now. Well, we had Neville Southall for a little while, didn't we? 
Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. God, I remember him blimey. That was random. He used to um, sit up in the stand, didn't he? Yeah. Sit up in the stand first half, and then come down the dugout to get a better view of the of the pitch. But we had Neville Southall as a manager, so that was an interesting yeah. period. And then, well, we obviously had the cup run. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, sort of after, like, after Neville Southall, around that time, it sort of started the old managerial merry-go-round, didn't it? We've gone through like, a ridiculous amount of managers. We won the playoffs 2006-2007. Um, about 2012, obviously, Razor's in charge, and we got on that amazing cup run. Mm. That game at Harrogate was a bloody brilliant Jesus, night. Yeah. yeah. It's more... That packs as well it was just amazing, like the TV crew, everything. It was, yeah. Surreal. No, I mean, one of the funny things about that night was I just remember it. Obviously, Goldie was injured and they kept yeah. kicking it to the bit yeah. where the, the leg that wasn't injured. And I'm thinking, what? Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think the goal they scored was because he was, he was injured. Mm. Wasn't it? They put him across and you could see him like limping and yeah, they headed it in. It's a mad game. That was such a mad game. Oh, man, do you remember that? I mean, it was rocking. I mean, I was actually in the main stand. Was you? <laughs> I was in the main stand for yeah. maybe some of the first half, maybe a little bit of the second, and then I'm like, "Nah, I'm getting, I'm getting behind the goals now. I can't, yeah, can't be." Yeah. That was when I was a bit of a main stand. Um, yeah, let me. That season, obviously, it really did go right. It went tits up, didn't it? Really, it was um, mm. for in the terms of the league, it was polar opposites. A fantastic cup run. Yeah, everyone was hyped for it, but then when when you turned up for a league game, it was. I, I, you know, it was, well, it was like chalk and cheese, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it and, was like um, hungover, wasn't it? The high of that, you know, after the Borough game. And then yeah. sort of, it was back to reality, wasn't it? Well, yeah, then we had a bit of that. And then, then obviously, because we went down. Since come close a couple of times, haven't we, in the playoffs, but I haven't quite managed it. And if it weren't for that, if it weren't for bloody COVID, we'd be... Yeah. Well... This one league high, wouldn't we? This, this season, Leon. It is. It is, isn't it? It is. It, it is. seems to be going our way, doesn't it? Just it's happening, mate. Day. It's happening now. No, I mean that's tremendous. I mean, um, thanks for that. Go, go on my website <laughs> if you've got like a couple of hours to spend. Have a read yeah. through. It's obviously not just Hastings. So yeah, so you've got what Hollington? You've got St Leonard's. Where you got? Yeah, St. so literally like basically like football was first played in the town like in the 1880s and like every club like every club I've come across I've, I've listed on my website I've got teams like Hollington obviously you know quite a quite a prominent local club quite well supported and you know surrounding teams as well like Bexhill Little Commons so you know you don't necessarily have to be a Hastings fan to you know have an interest in this but well, not even a football fan you know if you're interested in local history mm. have a yeah. read I've had people get in contact you know Asking about family members that have played played for clubs. If you've got any photos, just you know, if you're doing a bit of family history research, it could be a good place yeah. to come have a look or get in touch, and I'll see if I can help you out. So, in terms of getting in contact with you, Leon, obviously we've got the website HastingsFootballHistory.co.uk. Is there any yeah. other way? If anyone does want to get in contact with you directly, uh, is there anything you want to give out? Yeah, so on social media, I've got Twitter and Facebook. My Twitter is at HFH underscore 1066. You know, getting there's a contact form on the website if you want to get in touch as well. So, Otherwise, if you don't want to do that, don't want to do that, contact myself on the podcast and I will absolutely forward anything on to Leon. So uh, fantastic website. Um, I put Leon on the spot a little bit there, trying to give the entire history, of the crazy history of Hastings United. But thanks very much, Leon. Leon, are you going Ashford? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hang well, on. I should, I should be playing, actually. So, well, Leon, I won't see you at that game. Um, recording this is the week before, so I will see you at the Burgess Hill game. See you there. But um, good luck to Icklesham. Where are you in the league? Uh, mid table. I'm going to say mid table. Everyone... How can you not know where you are in the league? Look, look at what you're a sub then. Just turn up and play. Is it? <laughs> yeah. All right. We're basically, we're not top. We're not. We're not we're doing not that top. that well. So yeah, we're not bottom. We're not top. Yeah. Turn up and play to the pub afterwards. Yeah, that's 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 more like yeah, it. So, what's your nearest exactly. pub there? Queen's Head. 
So, right, so basically you're playing and it's more the pub afterwards than the game itself, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. More the social side of it then. Yeah, yeah. No, great stuff. If I took football seriously, I, yeah, I would have tried to have played higher years ago. But well, it's good that you're I'm still playing, like Leon. Yeah, yeah no, I was, playing. you know, I just keep playing for as long as I can. So, yeah. what, what, what's going to be knackered out first? Will it be the knees or? I think the job, my job getting in the way. More yeah. than anything. Yeah, you just seem to sort of finish later and later on a Saturday. Well, it's all that Amazon stuff you're delivering, isn't you? Yeah. Bezos, mate. Oh, yeah, everyone. In control of Bezos. Uh, listen, it's an absolute pleasure, Leon. Thank you very much for this. And uh, yeah, I'll too, see you at A game. I'll see you at A game, yeah. A game. All right, take care. Thanks right, for cheers, this. Cheers, mate. Thanks. And now over to the SBTS fan roundtable. And a big thank you to Leon, Matt, Andy, Windy John and Wills, and of course, special guest Jordan Ray for making it happen. Right, gentlemen. Uh, Is that it? Are we, are we finished now? That was a good one this week. <laughs> Salute, Wills. Right. Good Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, gentlemen. Uh, we're just, just going to leave him. We're just going to leave him stood on his stood on his head there, or whatever, whatever he is. It is. Yeah, what, what's going on with you, Wills? <laughs> oh, this... I've got a, like a horizontal oh, profile. Are, are you all the other way around then? Oh, there you go. Right, gentlemen, thank you for joining me for this roundtable. We've got the lovely, uh, annoying Wills, the lovely Matt, the lovely Leon, the wonderful Windy. He's he's always windy. Is windy. Uh, and of course, flat white. Have well, you been? Nothing, it- nothing about flat white. I mean, John got uh, lovely. I got irritating, and flat white didn't get anything. Nothing else to say, John. <laughs> He's a hero. He's a hero. Now, right, now, gentlemen. Right. So we've had. Where, where do we start? Burgess Hill. Uh, thought it was a was a really good game. Obviously, the wrong side of a result. Uh, a keeper who, despite John Wills throwing abuse at, uh-huh. uh, uh, what did you call him? Wesley from Harry Potter? No, he was called Harry um, Ronald Weasley, wasn't he? That's and Ronald then- Weasley. Ginger hair. Poor lad. Only 16, but incredible. He had the last laugh, didn't he? Mm. I, I mean, I. He composed himself. He kept his cool. wasn't wasn't rattled by it. And um, to be quite honest, I don't know what anyone else thought, but that's one of the best defeats I've seen. I really enjoyed the, apart from the final score, of course. Yeah, chaps. I mean, a tremendous game from him. But then equally, I thought CC had a good game. There's lots of people in the team. I thought had a good game. We just we just could not get that ball over the line. Um, who wants to jump in, Leon? Yeah, I was basically going to say the same. Really, good game, good keeper. Unfortunately for the wrong team. Right, Bruce. <laughs> it makes it uh, easier to sort of digest a defeat when you played well, doesn't it? If we played shit and got turned over, you'd have plenty to moan about. But yeah, another day yeah, thought... could have been four, could have been five, could have gone any way, couldn't it? Uh, really, if you're going to pick uh, um, anything, is for two of their goals, I remember it was individual errors. I can't remember their third goal, but it's yeah, it was an R part that gifted them two goals. And I think them taking the lead stunned us a little bit. So I think we were we were playing well up until they took the lead and mm. um yeah, sort of stunned us for a bit and then we come back into the game. Did Finn I don't remember completely, but did Finn get injured when when that mistake happened? Because it was Finn that got Yeah. Was... I I think I think there it was in their box. He he tackled one of their players and mm. and flattened him. John, you were saying? I forgot what I was saying. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> that, no, so I, and what's up to Windy? What's up to Windy? Look, uh, repercussions of a you frozen a, Windy. What? See, look you're not listening. Right. Can't you, you see him? What? Look at Windy's screen. I've got no. All I've got on here is you and me. You just want to look at me, right? <laughs> I'm a happily married man. I've got five kids. Yeah, no, it's those photos we did last year. <laughs> oh yeah, well, we don't that's want to talk a, about that. That sounds like happily married. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm hoping we've all, we've we've also got Jordan with us. What the the TV? Yeah. Sl- <laughs> no, 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 not Jordan with the mega boobies. We're talking Jordan Ray, <laughs> under twenty three star, mate. Okay, yeah. I got. It. Yeah. I, I, the only reason I came on here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been duped, Jordan, mate. Don't oh, have, have words, John. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, God. I'm, I'm not the one with the big boobs, no. That's not me. No. That's, he's, dis- <laughs> he's disappointed. He's an old perv. He's an old perv, uh, Jordan. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we were, ju- we were literally just touching on the Burgess Hill. We weren't touching on boobies. We were touching on Bur- Burgess Hill. Fucking uh, <laughs> hell. Right, yeah, so to Dawn, we were just talking about the Burgess Hill game. Wilsey, you were talking about Finn getting injured. Yeah, I, I, a couple of minutes before he went off, he made this crunching tackle in, in their penalty area and it completely flattened the guy. But, and he just got up and made out it, it was nothing for him. And, but I think he might have crocked himself in that. I'm not sure. I might be completely wrong. Well, I talked to him. Oh, go on. Sorry, Andy, please. Go on. Yeah. So, where was that? Was that because that that was the one thing he? I didn't. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember that. But it was very strange that that was the one feature of the first twenty minutes for me that he looked very, just bizarrely uncomfortable. Yeah. For the first time, I've first time I've ever seen him look as though he wasn't comfortable doing what he was doing, and whether so whether he was crocked early on or not, and the way. And the pass that he gave away for them to set up the first goal was just so, just quite glaring. Because it was almost the first, well, literally in the first time I'd seen him make a real full-on mistake since he's played for us. So it was quite was quite unusual. But he, he carried on right through to half-time, didn't he? Yes. So he must have thought he could sort of um, run it off. That was a, that's why it's a pity that James isn't on, because obviously James might have had some insight into that because he was on the bench wasn't he yeah but well Jordan I mean I, I spoke to um Finn after the game and uh, he reckoned he's going to be out for a couple of weeks I mean what, what have you heard mate I haven't heard too much to be honest um yeah nothing's been mentioned to me so right. I, I didn't actually know he was injured to be honest Jordan they're keeping you out of the loop here mate they won't have words <laughs> I know I know it's, com- it's completely it's completely in the zone for Thursday. Nothing yeah. nothing else is nothing else is um, creeping into his consciousness. You got the right Jordan on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Don't have this from Wills. Tell him to, to jog on, Jordan, mate. <laughs> the, I, think um, funnily, I think funnily enough, Finn O'Mara being injured, and then because Ollie Black always he always fills in really well when he moves into the center so it didn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily the the thing that that killed us it's it's very strange how we how we seem to struggle against these teams that just scuttle around um and there's something there was nothing great about that team apart from apart from they're just a load of load of smallish blokes who just kept on moving and they 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 were able to kill when we when we lost momentum there were periods where we just didn't get the ball back, second half particularly, which really killed it after the, after we scored our second goal. It's really strange. Ashford, Cray, these teams that just seem to be just disciplined and functional. We seem we seem to have struggled against. Also, very disappointing that we've we lost enough. The only thing that really disappointed me about it, it was losing another one of those sort of big everybody turn up set piece sort of events that, mm. that brings the crowds in. I, th- I thought we, I thought we got off to a really slow start. Mm. Uh, I know we let in a goal really early, but I just didn't think. I don't know. We we seemed flat footed. They were up up for it straight away. Yeah. We, we had we were missing some steel in the middle, and I think uh, for the first start, Dicko. Yeah. Well, I agree. I think just um, a bit of crunch. That's all we needed, just to put the message out. You know, we're not messing around. But that's no, I don't know. I think they just took command early on, and it stuck. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they just yeah. had our had our number a little bit. We were always always felt like we were behind. Yeah, do you know what I mean? We were always chasing it, and 
and we didn't help ourselves by missing at the goal. The goalie made some good saves, but I think some great um, saves. Great saves. Yeah, Norrie, I think I, I wouldn't mind betting that Gary Elphick and the coaching team. I, I bet they're looking at things we did rather than the goalkeeper. If you think both Kenny and Norrie Scott missed really good far post opportunities, what Leon said about the mistakes: two near post headers. Yeah. One straight in and one flick on for the for the, for the last goal, and also, if I, I think again going back to talk, thinking about us rather than them, I bet it's a real shame that Tom, Tom settled in. He plays so well in that full back role and coming out with the ball. It was really really silly pushing that guy over that, yeah. in the corner when he was running away from the goal. I bet he, I bet he kicked himself for that because that was yeah. just. Did he? Did he push him over though? Because it didn't look like it from me. But then yeah, I'm, but you I'm just probably don't go near. Again, he's a he's a winger himself, isn't he? So you must know not to. If someone goes near him, he's going down. So the no, shoot on the Tom, other. Tom Tom's ain't a diver, Andy. Yes, <laughs> I didn't say that. I said he. Yeah. I said he's a very very good footballer. He's and it, you go near him, he's going to that bloke's going to go down, isn't he? And that was a. That was a really, really bad blow just before our time. Yeah. And you can't point this challenge really, wasn't it? Yeah, give teams like that an inch. And that was that was the thing. Still lots of good lessons to learn. Yeah. I think we, we definitely looked a lot better second half. I mean mm. we deserved at least a draw, but possibly possibly all three points really. But I think we yeah, wouldn't be having this conversation someone... if that goalie hadn't played so well. No, Honestly. he was really no, he was really good. Top he man. was there, you know, like after the game, I was to say, Leon, he was there, John, you were there, you were there. You know, everyone went up to him, shook his hand. He, he had a cracking game. He really did. And Yeah, good on him as well, you mm. know. To, yeah. Uh, not an easy environment for a keeper, as we know. No, but um, he's, he's, you could tell by the way he was behaving around the goal kicks and that sort of thing. He's obviously come from a really, really proper, serious Environment. He's come from. Is he on loan from Brighton? Yeah, I was talking to a, a, a season ticket holder of Brighton, and he, he knew him quite well. And he said that uh, he's got um, very good prospects. You know. His temperament. His temperament was absolutely yeah. bulletproof. The Amazing. way he he sucks it up and kept on going until the referee books him. He didn't. He knew the booking was coming, but he kept on going until the booking came on the basis that he knew he wouldn't get sent off. So what did he care? And he's only just. He's only just barely 17, about two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Like George Bay, in it, to do that. Yeah. Face things, lad. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I was going to say, I, I really didn't think overall it was a bad performance. Um, I mean, I think if you take the corner count alone, I think we had about 10 or 11 corners to their two or three. You know, and, and I, I thought Cissé was really, he had he was all over that guy on the left wing, yeah, wasn't he? Was. And Nori nor put in a bit, but he wasn't quite as spectacular as the week before. But good, solid performances there. But like you say, um, we missed Jack in the centre of midfield. And I think Sammy was doing that, trying to do that role as well as his own. You, you know, I think it, it shows how valuable... Jack Dixon has become to us at the moment. I, I looked at the team sheet when it came out, and without Jack in the middle, I was thinking, who who is going to be the actual central midfielding in that team? Because there's a lot of attacking players, and there's obviously defenders, but that that sort of spine and that chunk in the middle, where was it going to be? Maybe that's you know the difference between controlling the ball a bit more in there. Yeah, yeah. I, right, and I think we all missed seeing Jack tackle there because a tackle can motivate others. You know, there's just that energy, that um, determination inspires others, I think. I, I didn't think the pitch played as well as it has been. I, after the couple of weeks ago, I'm not really surprised, but mm. it uh, certainly, certainly bobbled around. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Certainly <laughs> bobbled around a lot. And uh, that's not, you know, it doesn't suit our play, does it, at home? You know, we're not used to it. <laughs> Whereas other teams are used to it. So there you go. It's going back on Jack. He was obviously away on honeymoon, wasn't he? I think he's back now. Yeah, but yeah. When, when someone's saying like his first game, he was actually suspended. So I'm just wondering if he's um, sort of tactically timed one or two yellow cards because he knew he wasn't going to be 
Yeah. Be Chris Honeymoon. Love it. Weeks. Yeah. Good oh, idea. Get him out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> think, think smart. Unloading from Dicko there. Right. So I think, yeah, I think it was. It was the, I think it was one of those games where the, the small mistakes we made, we just didn't get away with it because they were a team that was right in a, in a rich vein of form. Other, other times we might have got away with that and not even been talking about the silly little things that happened. Yeah. It was just they, they were right. They, they were sharp. And they took their chances. Think how many chances they had. They took them. I mean, they did. Even, even that bloke putting in the rebound from Louis Parry. I mean, it was no, it was a smart finish. He just stuck mm. that straight back past him, didn't he? he did. um, these things happen. Yeah, sixteen points from the last eight games is a good return, isn't it? They're yeah. obviously That's riding it. high, wouldn't they? Yeah, no, no, it's very yeah, good. It's, it's bound to happen at some point. I've dropped in points, it? like you say, we've got on a really good run. Mm. The other teams around us have dropped points. We, we were bound to at some point. It's all about how we bounce back. It does, make, it does make Saturday incredibly important psychologically, I think. We cannot lose again to Ashford. We just can't lose again to Ashford. No, I'll take a point. <laughs> yeah. You know, you hey, hang on, Wendy, yeah, you're yeah, taking no uh, points. I saw what you put down, <laughs> mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so that at least I'll get some pleasure out of the weekend. Just, yeah. Ah, can you bet against your own team? <laughs> I've done it loads of times. Yeah. Um, right, well... I, I think... Andy, Who's I chairing think... this? Oi, John, what are you going to say? <laughs> all right, I've got you. You can always swap that bit round, like you asked me, you know. Mm. Um, What's going on with that comb over as well, mate? What's happening with that air today? That's not nice, isn't it? You invite people on and then you moan at their hairstyles. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that situation where we have to win against Ashford but I think what you're saying Andy is psychologically we're sick of seeing them taking points off of us and um, having the bragging rights I, I, you know we we are putting away the lower place teams yeah. that's, and that's, that's, exactly that's yeah. what wins you the, the league you know so uh, I mean it's not, it's, no, it's not a must win game but I don't think you meant that no, it, it isn't a must-win game, but we can't we can't afford to. Okay, of course we can afford to lose it, but we're, I, I'm I personally am, and I bet I bet a few of them are. It, it's just we've we've got to stop losing. Eventually, if you keep on losing to the top five teams, it will catch up with you by the end of the season. You can't you can't keep on having bad results against the top five teams and win all the others and hope it. Hope the points accumulate. Well, we, we are top, though. Remember? Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. that. I know. All right, mate. Right. Can I add? We did beat them in the cup two 0 back in October. Yes, we did. I know it's not league points, but there's surely something there of recent history to look back on and say we know we can beat them. Yeah, and then we, but yeah, we did immediately lose to them in the league, didn't we? So oh, yeah, I'm, I'm with a massive pe- crowd as well, wasn't it? Like yeah. someone said earlier. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pessimistic. I think. No, you know, you're not, are you? Yeah. I'm not pessimistic. I'm just saying, you know, it's a it's a game. It's not a game to lose. You're, you're pessimistic. You, you and Wendy, you both think we're going to lose. Actually, uh, Jordan, nice. if, if you're still awake, Jordan, right? Yes. <laughs> right. Um, obviously, James is, well, this is the excuse he used to say that he wasn't coming on, that he's been called up to the first team for training. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that real? He weren't like washing his hair or something like that. That's what he's told me, but I never know of him. <laughs> never know. What do we think? Do we think a cheeky little uh, nutmeg of his brother uh, winner in the 90th minute? On God, that would be something, wouldn't it? That would be something. Yeah. I'd be straight on the phone to his brother. <laughs> nah, it'd be great to see, to be fair. We need to be talking under 23s now, because we Ooh. have got Jordan Ray on. Now, Jordan. Yes. We're talking under 23s. John's got to fed the cat. Oh, we see. Right. Well, well John will be playing better in this football by the time we actually ask him about football. Right. Yeah, it was, it was uh, the only reason he was on was the boob gag. No, John's on because we want to talk the uh, this magnificent cup run. I mean, is there any particular games that you went through? Because as I say, I've got it here. You, you beat, uh, is it Staining Town? Is that Staining? Stenning, yeah. Town, yeah. You smashed Worthing, Broad, Broadbridge Heath, and then you beat Chichester. I mean, 
in terms of that cup run, were any any of them hairy games? Not really. To, Just to be perfectly honest. Yeah, a lot of them were comfortable. Chichester was definitely our hardest. They were actually better than what I expected them to be. Um, but other than that, I think mostly comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, who's the ma- the mainstays in the team? I mean, obviously, James is getting the goals, and, and like you know, you, you know, your your performances I'm hearing have been fantastic. I mean, who, what's the spine of the team like? Good, very good. So we got Harvey Gregg plays, Jack Bates, Freddie Legg, really, really strong side, and a lot of these boys, you know, a few of them are with Sussex schools and stuff. So we've got a very strong team. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, on top of that, you do the coaching as well, don't you, with James? Don't you with the under seven, under nines, under under sevens, yeah, under sevens, yeah, yeah. God, have you got the time for all this? I don't know. It's just, it's all right. I just make time to be fair. Yeah, this all seems to fit into place during the yeah. day. Does so your old man just tell you like you're just doing this? Otherwise, I'll give you a, a slap. Or I mean, what, <laughs> what's, what are you like with him? Do you, do, uh, do, you know? All right, he, he helps me out. To be fair. Yeah, he does help me out with some stuff. Mm. So all good. So in terms of the under twenty three game, so you're playing at Lansing. Have you had any experience of playing on that ground? I've never played. I've been there. I've never played there. So right. it'd be a new new experience for me. Yeah, has any of the other lads played there? Um, for- I know James has a couple times. Uh, off the top of my head, I, I assume so because I remember a couple of years ago. I think it was under 15s got to a Sussex Cup final, I believe. So I think a few of them might, but I'm not too sure. Um, what's what's the bonus like? So when you win, yeah, because you yeah. lads are going to win. Have you got? Is there a bonus? Is there a few beers somewhere, or is it? You know, we'll have to oh, wait oh, and oh, see. Oh, we'll oh okay. <laughs> You Hopefully can keep the cards close to your chest. Don't worry. I'm old enough a bit. It'd be Panda Pops, wouldn't it? Panda oh, Shandy Pops Bass. Shandy yeah. Bass. <laughs> and Monster Man. <laughs> yeah. so, well, how, old, how old are you, Jordan? I'm 20. That's what I mean. Um, you can be... have a beer. Don't even try. He's, he's been on the beer for a while, I bet. Yeah, um, I think I'm the oldest in the group, apart from Ben Cornelius. Oh, wow. So, Austin, of course, he's been on the beer for three years. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be the oldest in this group. <laughs> yeah. Chaps, anything you want to ask Jordan about the under-23s? Come on. Your prediction. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm going to go 5-0. 5-0 oh. oh. win. Yeah. Have you, Jordan? Have you have you seen New Haven? Has anybody watched them or or know much I, about them? I haven't seen them, but when they beat Eastbourne Town in the semi final, mm. I've got a few friends that play for Eastbourne Town, so right. I've kind of got the gist of what they're what they're about right. from them. So and their highlights were put on Twitter, so I watched them and stuff. Mm. So I've I've got the gist really. Yeah. Do you know who the main threats are for them? The centre forward meant to be quite decent. The full-back's meant to be fairly quick and a holding midfielder, I believe. I think that's about it. Oh, They're right. the ones that got pointed out. Full-backs will need to be quick, won't they? Oh, against Freddie Leg, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is unbelievably I mean, quick. Yeah, what's, I mean, in terms of the... Obviously, this is good stuff. Top of the league as well. You know, it needs mentioning um, in the final. I mean, do, you, where, do how many of these lads do you think can make this first team? Nine or ten, easily. So that's good for the future. Good for the future. Yeah, quite a few of them already have, haven't they? I was just going to say, mm. got a few in there. Yeah. Um, Jordan, when is it a frustrating time when you know you? Did you say you're twenty and and you you know you're thinking of being ready for first team football? Is it is it sometimes a bit frustrating knowing where your future lies? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I I know that I've still got a fair bit of development to do before I, you know, get ready for that. To be around it and to get, you know, a, a hiss of opportunities would be something that I'm aiming for right now. But frustrating, I, I, I wouldn't say that as much because I, I know where I've got to be to reach the standards of, you know, like Craig Stone and stuff. But I just know I've got to be patient 
and when that opportunity comes, I'll be there to take it. Hmm. Uh, that, that's a good, good answer. Very good answer. Very good answer. And um, it must be, it must be, it must be better to be in a club where you're, where you're, where you've got those kind of players to look up to, mustn't it? As well, so it's got to be a help for you, hasn't it? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I remember in pre-season, I was having a conversation with Brownie. Yeah, about becoming more of a leader in the twenty threes. And it was just being around, you know, like Sammy Adams, Jack Dixon, that really kind of helped me find my balance of having to go at people and also having that calm voice to encourage as well. So it is, it's very helpful having those players around. Yeah, some pretty pretty impressive role models across that team. And also, yeah, the, the, the older lads for that and then the, the, the brilliant younger lads who are breaking through to show that it can be done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the, the young lads come through are doing brilliant, to be fair. TC, doing really well. Yeah. Have you given uh, James Hull any rollickings yet? Come on, tell me. Come on. <laughs> I, I haven't as much, no. All right. I'm kind of letting him get get ready. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you know, you're lovely, aren't you, Jordan? You see, you're lovely. Like with your old man, like, obviously, your, your old man was quite quietly spoken, but when he needed to take about four different four people out, yeah, uh, he did so. Is this is this how you're how you're on the pitch? How would you what would you how would you explain your game? I don't know. I think I'm quite composed. Mm. I just kind of go with what I'm being told by the manager. So that I, when I've been out on loan at a few clubs, if I need to go longer and stuff and play more percentage football, I'm happy to do so. But also under Brownie of the 23s, I'm happy to play out the back with a strike closing me down. So I'm, I'd say I'm fairly comfortable in most scenarios. Um, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not quite six foot four. I'm only five foot eleven. Mm. So airily, I'm I'm decent. But against a you know bigger centre forward, it, it's a bit more of a challenge for me. So just maybe becoming a bit more bigger and smarter in some ways is mm. my next step. That's good. If you want a growing hair, that'll add a couple of inches on on you. <laughs> um, can, I, can I ask? Can I ask you, Jordan? Were you up at the the mid of a game with that cup run? I was. Yeah. I what, was your, what are your memories of it? Because it must have been amazing. You know, it's what is it going back eight years now? But yeah, I mean, I, I remember being up at about five in the morning for that coach journey. Other than that, I, I don't remember too much. I remember Bradley's goal and the penalty save. From, I think it was Liam was the keeper's name. Yeah, Liam O'Brien. Yeah, that's it. Um, other than that, I, God, it was so long ago, I can't remember too much. Yeah, there was so it, ma- was, it was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> there was an amazing tackle your, your dad made. He, he, we had an attack up that end and it was broken up and they they broke with speed and he he must have he was supporting the attack the other end and he must have run about three quarters of the length of the pitch and put in this sliding tackle which was a goal saver you know we we always think of of the goal scorers don't we but that was just amazing it was the best moment of the game for me I think Yeah, I think he's mentioned that a couple of times now. <laughs> I put it on YouTube. It was just as good as any. Here's a question then, Jordan. Who's who's the tougher, you or your dad? Oh, me, definitely. <laughs> when, when I'm his age, I'll still be playing, but he, he struggles to even walk about nowadays. <laughs> that's, sports, that's sports medicine and nutrition for you, because, you know, you got, the, you got the benefit of all the modern stuff, Jordan. I'm his postman. I'll let him know you said that tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) First class delivery, mate. (laughs) Okay, chaps, have we got anything more to ask Jordan? Otherwise we'll we'll let him go. No, just to just to wish you wish you all the best. I'm I'm hoping to that Laura and I will get over the game actually on on Thursday because we've we've seen you lot play up at the pilot field and we've really enjoyed the odd time that we've come up. So it really, it really is a really, really good fun experience watching you lads play. And um, I, I quite fancy coming over on Thursday. So hopefully we'll, we'll be there to give you a shout. Yeah. Hopefully we get a few people up there to be fair. Yeah. Be nice. yeah. 
Yeah, that would be uh, good. For, be good for all the boys to see that as well. And obviously, we got Mr. Carter on the radio for those yeah. that can't make it. So please, uh, what's that? Hufcradio.co.uk, I think it is. But yeah, for anyone sure. that ain't there, so. Yeah, chaps. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you, Jordan. Thanks so much for coming on, Jordan. Uh, yeah, top man. And good, well, I don't even need to say good luck. Uh, as Jeffrey would say, good skill. Yeah, you're going to win. <laughs> and a very a big thanks to John, Windy, Leon, Matt, and uh, Flat White, and obviously Jordan for coming on. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. See you the game. Like See That's it for another week, news fans. Good luck tonight, all the under 23 lads. Let's bring that cup home. Then on to Saturday, use fans, let's be loud and proud at Ashford, no matter the results. See you there. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show, or have any suggestions, or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment, or a like. But definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week, and see you at the game.